bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Oh, yes. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, it is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and little Rich Schneider, we're all here in the house tonight. Richie, you're pumped up. This is going to be a great one. we got such variety of we do. outstanding products here. A couple of my favorite people in the house tonight. It's uh, Thank you, Greg. Deb Nab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's, she's much more beautiful than you. <laughs> Deb Nab and Roger King, the voice of Roger King, who uh, does a lot of our production work. And when you hear the show open, that's Roger King right ah, here, Rich. Nice. nice. Yeah, if you haven't met cool. Roger King, and then um, probably the most, she, to me, she's the dog whisperer. And Deb Nab right here, who's uh, the master. And Deb has really cool stories of what she does in the community of dogs. And, you know, people really? love their dogs, but... Um, you need to have trained dogs, and Deb yes. Nab, she's the one to do it. I'll, I'll actually probably get her to say hello on the show tonight. But we've got a locked and loaded lineup once again, as we do it every Saturday night here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Just to give you a preview, next segment, how do you beat this? We have our naughty neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> the naughty neighbor is going to be yes. on. It's a new place. And Cheryl and Chad Baldre. Uh, they're going to be on the show talking about their establishment, what they're doing. It's on 17th Avenue. Yeah. Um, great location. Great I gotta location. Tell you, yeah. So it's a fun place. At 7:15, the naughty neighbors coming on. 6:30. Here's a good one. Greg Dawson, Briar Common Eatery and Brewery. And if you haven't been to Briar Common yet, you want to get down there because not only is it a great brewery, but they also have in-house food. So a brewery pub. Um, cooking delicious food and their chef chef dj nagel is our in the kitchen segment yeah they got a best brewery restaurant westward 2018 not a bad little title not a bad title well, at nothing all. common about yeah, that nothing common though briar common will catch up with greg who i say has the best jaw in the business the best brewer's job and and if you know anything about brewers riches you're starting to see them coming out of here mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. you ever seen a clean shaved brewer like that no 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 Hey, uh, Jay here. I was just having a conversation about that to where when we started this show many moons ago yes. and we started meeting all these different brewers, the one common trait they had was the beard, beard. right? And yeah. so sure. we would talk about the beard and, hey, brewers have a beard. And then it's evolved to now we don't talk about the beards anymore, but we talk about the clean-shaven ones because if you're a clean-shaven brewer, you got to figure out what's going on. Well, yeah, because yeah. they, they were hiding their tricks in their beard as opposed to up their no. sleeves. No, is, is he clean-shaven and no tattoos? Oh, that's Ooh. a good yeah. hey, listen, Hang on to you that know, one. Yeah, there you go, The Rich. riveting questions here. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as there's few people, like Ryan Evans from Brews Beers, I've got a man crush on him. He's a handsome guy. He's nicer than all get out. And then you look at Greg, and the reason why he doesn't have a beard, he's got a good-looking face on him. Yeah, you know, nothing you, to hide. No. You know, my double chin, I'll get a beard on that. But, but that's been the theme Brian. the last few weeks. You know, we had our Weldworks guy on here the other week. Yeah. And he was definitely one of those... Uh, I don't want to say yeah. pretty boys, but he was uh, yeah. 
you know, handsome guy. He was a yeah, handsome ZZ guy. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty soon, if you call somebody a pretty boy, where I come from, that's a great compliment. <laughs> you know, because that just means you're a good-looking guy. <laughs> you know, and once upon a time in my early 20s, somebody would they would call me a pretty boy, and I'm like, that's okay. But you were in San Quentin in your <laughs> early 20s. So. <laughs> that's just what I was thinking. Hey, just what hey, I was thinking. pretty boy Jay. Hey, well, come on over here. Pretty mouth. <laughs> Listen, I, ha- I had the most Cinnabons on the whole block. <laughs> I'm getting your commissary. <laughs> yeah, we're we, doing a trade out for it. Yeah, yeah, we do hear that a lot about your bunch, Jay. Uh, that's right. As you can tell, we're having fun tonight. 7 p.m. This is something that we haven't done because we're always just so busy. But a TME crew update, the Modern Eater Show. We have so much going on right now. There's new people attached to our crew yep. that you may not even know about. We've, we're accumulating new sponsors, I mean, just left and right. Yes. So we want to give you kind of just an update on what's going on with the Modern Eater at 7 p.m. So um, those of you that follow us that want to be us, take a listen to that. Those of you that follow us that love us, take a listen to that. Just everybody, take a listen at 7 p.m. <laughs> because... Um, I think you're going to enjoy the state of the modern eater right now and what we're trying to do well for put. our for our community. You know, if, if we're going to say we're the, vo- the voice of the culinary community, we got to walk the walk. Yep. Just yep. don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, we've got to actually yeah. do it. And so we're going to tell you in 2019 what strides we're taking. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up yeah. in 2019. It's Richie. a big year. Yeah. It's gonna well, be I mean, rough. it was 2018 was really a launching year, I thought, for the show. You know, it was, we were doing stuff that no one else out there was doing. Cutting the road. Yeah, and that's, I think, really what put us on the map. And we took a trip on the map. And uh, that's that's some fun stuff to talk about as well for this year. I think there's, you know, one of the many things we're going to do that's just going to really change the food landscape yep. in Colorado. Totally it's exciting. 7.15, we'll jump into, and we always talk about it. Here, here's a market that if you're a chef or a restaurant and you're ignoring it, and more and more these days, they're not. Um, but gluten-free. Gluten-free is a category that you've got to pay attention to. And um, here's some folks that you go into the, the natural grocers, the shelves of people that really cater to the folks that um, with the, the niche type of groups, whether you're vegan or gluten-free or just a healthy lifestyle or those type, you want organic. Natural Grocers does a great job doing that, uh, but moreover, the products that they have. And Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen is in the house tonight. So yeah. we'll talk to them about their products. And they yeah, I'm, a, I'm interested to try it. Did she, she bring some stuff with her? She did. And uh, so Victoria Wolf will come on uh, along with Rich, and I believe it's uh, Olette's. Bingo. Not bad, huh? Well, I wrote it for you. I don't you. even have it in oh, front of you. Oh, you don't have it in front of you. You remembered no, it. That right. is good then. Whoa. Returning to the show, and I think we can call it, and maybe we should wait until he gets on the show, but I think uh, we worked out a, a deal with a new sponsor, and he's just a friend of ours, and that's truly who we want as sponsors, folks that we align ourselves with and places that we love to go eat. Yeah. And Richie, I guess you're an every Monday type of guy. My brother Roel and I, that's our, kind of our Monday lunch run as we go have a pie over there. Crush, pizza, and tap. They'll make a return visit at 7.30 and then at 7.45 with booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. Of course, we're going to highlight a delicious distillery and Rising Sun Distillery is coming on. 
with Don Richardson. What does Don do over there, Jay? She owns the joint. She owns the joint. Yeah, she's got it, and she has a brand. So uh, her distiller that was scheduled to come on in between has, has left for greener pastures, and, and it, everything's great. So she has a brand new distiller who is inside of a week old uh, with the place. So he's just learning the ropes. His name is Daryl. And uh, so that's who she is. And they're our neighbors. They're like uh, two blocks away. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It might be our home distillery. Yeah, there's a it, Well, and the cool thing, it's, it's her recipe. You know, so she can plug some different guys in to her recipe and still crank yeah, out sure. the same yeah. great product. Absolutely. As we uh, come up on 615 on 630 KHOW, we're going to take a break, come back, and why not? Let's talk to our naughty neighbor. <laughs> The yeah. naughty neighbor. I mean, what you, want, you, you want to hear something yeah. true? When some. I was trying to find their logo online to put on uh, the, the production, <laughs> sure, I Jay. typed, I typed yeah. in the naughty neighbor, I but I spelled it the fun, you know, the the the, the, well, right not the fun way, way yeah, but the I spelled yeah. and all this stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, now this is something. <laughs> sure, to, I swear that's a true story. So he just. <laughs> He just locked it into his favorites. That's the end of the story. Well, coincidentally, I got a date out of it. It was, it was really weird. So I have plans after the show now. Well, that's good. Okay, the naughty neighbor, Cheryl and Chad Baldry. They'll come up next right here, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie, the brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. I want to tell you about something truly amazing. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 amazing beers. And this May, you can be part of the greatest beer trip ever. We're taking a lucky group of beer lovers to Belgium for 10 incredible days. Airfare, luxury hotels, fabulous food, and lots and lots of great Belgian beers. You can visit breweries that are rarely open to the public, like Orval, Vesflater, and Cantillon, Chimay, Brasserie du Pont, and more than we can list here. You'll visit the cities of Brussels, Bruges, Ghent, Biersel, Popering, and the amazing Belgian countryside. This is the dream trip of a lifetime, and you can be part of it. Spaces are limited, and it's filling up fast. Call us today at 303-650-2337. That's 303-650-BEER, or go to our website, brewsbeers.com. I'll see you in Belgium. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it. Yes, you are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the usual suspects. Myself, Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, and Little Rich Schneider. Guys, as we hear the voice of Chef Brother Luck, last 
last week he was here in the kitchen just working his magic, wow. and I was just waiting. I mean, on pins and needle, needles, it's season 16 of Top Chef has the last chance kitchen. Chef Brother Luck had an opportunity to battle his way, but do you know the outcome of this? No, Rich, no, you don't I listen don't. to this. <laughs> so uh, Chef Brother Luck had one person to beat to get back on uh, season 16 of Shop, Top Chef. So uh, he did it. He got back on the show. Awesome. And he lost that night. Yeah. Oh. And got eliminated that night. Oh. I mean, talk about, you know, you, big yeah, breath this of is fresh last air. Year, Rich. Last year. No, this year. This year? Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. These are current events. This current, was just wow. this last week. So he's back in Last Chance Kitchen uh, this week battling it <laughs> out. But, brother, I love you, man. That is so cool. All right, let's turn to uh, the naughty neighbor. And, uh, I, you know, you got to love the name and the play on words. But Cheryl and Chad Baldry, did I say that right? Yeah. You did, yeah. Oh, not bad. All right. Cool, guys. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thanks. 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 Good Thanks to be here. Us. This is cool. As we um, go down the hyper-local road, and we love Colorado, and we love craft, and we love homemade, and, and just uh, artisanal type of stuff. Is this right up your alley? Oh, it's exactly what we're, what we're doing. So it's our whole thing. It's what yeah. we want. It's why we're the neighbor, right? Yeah. Only want to do it with the neighbors. Cool. So let's nice. start at the beginning. Uh, location. 16, uh, 16, 18, 17th Street. Yeah, right there. I mean, right next to City Park. Boom. So yes. 17th, Left. and what's what's across the street there? Between Franklin and Gilpin. Oh, okay, that's easy. Right enough. by St. Joe's. Oh. Yeah. Great spot. Yep. Yeah. So oh you're settling gosh. into that location now. Settling what, in. What What's the lay of the land there? You've done some different acquiring some things. I'm not gonna say, it, but uh, you, give the layout, would you? Um. Well, it was a restaurant and a bar before, and we turned it into one whole thing. And so now it's a nice place to eat and also a bar where we do live events, karaoke, great happy hours, things like that, as well as a quiet place to enjoy your... Well, the late night happy hours. So you got a lot of industry folk coming over yeah. and seeing yeah. you. Nice. Yeah. So uh, we do that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, late night happy How hour. long have you guys been in hospitality? For a long time. Thir- oh, really? Thir- 13 years. Okay. Yep. Uh, nice. Yeah. What was your last endeavor or that time? I mean, I, I, I'm seeing that you guys have more money than you know what to deal with. <laughs> You're putting it out that you were whoa, an engineer. <laughs> Cheryl, you had some exec job in an oil company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, last place we worked was in uh, I was in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. At a place called Yummy.com. Gotcha. And it was a, a grocery store with a kitchen that did a delivery as well. So we also delivered within 30 minutes. Wow, that's cool. That's kind of like um, the market that we go to down there. Yeah. Choice? Choice market. Choice. Yeah, yeah it is and like choice. Yeah. I actually just talked to him the other day. Did you really? Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, nice. Truly very nice guy. So you're settling into the community here, and you're doing everything you can to embrace the community and yep. all all of the, the, the great um, fruits and wealth that we have to be able to offer yes. as well. So let's talk a little bit about that. What kind of structure are you putting together with your bar program, with your food program? Okay. Um, with bar, yeah, we're going out and trying to find breweries that nobody else has. Yeah, I mean, if let us help. Yeah, if they don't I'm have so good at if this. they don't have distribution, <laughs> like I'll go pick it up. Great, nice. Um, we're working with Goat Patch right now from Colorado Springs. We're super excited about. Okay, we carry a couple of their beers on tap. <clears throat> um, and they're they're nowhere else in Denver. You know, you got to go somewhere else to get them. So you're doing one off. You got to go to yeah, Springs. Yeah, or... well, we get yeah. more than just one. You know, we keep keep going back and getting them, you know, so. I love it. We have a hazy IPA by Goat Patch right now that is. How many handles do you have to work with? Stellar, 13. 13. Wow. How many are filled? 
uh, 13. You got all 13? Not by Goat Patch, but they're all different. <laughs> all uh, local stuff. All but local stuff. Eventually, nice. want to keep it rotating, all Colorado stuff. I love and it. Hopefully, you know, we can go to the far places like Durango, and mm-hmm. we'll be the only place with that little brewery from Durango. So. We're going to go check out oh, some places. So, you know what's fun? I, I bet you could go there, have dinner, and it's literally like going to different parts of the state and trying this this brewery or this distillery exactly, or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. a little Colorado vacation right on East 17th. What about spirits? Right. Exactly. Same thing with spirits. So, we're picking up spirits uh, from guys who are just starting or don't have a way to get down to Denver. We'll go get them or, you know, meet halfway. Or we go on little trips and check things out, and we're like, okay, we need this, we need this. Uh, goal of ours is to get eventually through at all the breweries in Colorado, which is going to take a it's while. It's going to take some time. <laughs> um, and at nice. least have something from all the distillers yeah. in, in, cool. on, the, on the shelf. So if one, if nice. one of your customers goes, you, you know, I've never heard of that. You go, we did our job. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Let's try it. And the cool Let's get thing, a couple glasses. Exactly. The cool thing is we meet all of these the owners of these places yeah. too, so it's like a great community on that side as well. Oh, nice! Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Food, yeah. artesian, food is all small batch, all small, so it's all um, in-house made, um, from the noodles to the sauces to you name it, we make it in-house. Uh, all the ingredients are from our local. You know, we get lamb from Colorado, duck from Colorado, uh, trout. Do you see our lambs laying down there in the cooler? I know. They look delicious. Oh, I didn't see those before. <laughs> when are we doing that? Is that tonight? That's Monday. <laughs> yep. Can, oh, we, can we come back? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're trying to do as much as possible with sourcing. What would you call your menu style? American, um, continental, it's, it's Italian? It's American, but I think yeah. we've kind of latched on to like the Colorado comfort food is gotcha. what we've been telling people. Um, yeah. Our chef is from uh, originally from the south, so there's a little bit of that flair in it. Um, but it's, it's Colorado comfort food, you know, like uh, green chili mac and cheese or, you know, homemade tomato soup. Um, those are just a couple little things. Uh, approachable. Sounds like very, approachable. Yeah, approachable. Something, very approachable. Something for everybody, yeah. really. It's not scary. It's not going to break the bank. Yeah, we're trying to stay affordable, <laughs> too, because, you know, some people might want to come in and have, oh, what's the most expensive thing we have, the, the duck? Yeah, everything's under 20 bucks, I think, for yeah. our lunch nice. Holy cow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What hours are you keeping? We're, right now, we're 4 to 10 for the dinner. Um, that neighborhood might want you to stay open a little bit later. Well, we that's can. why we're doing yeah. the late night on the weekends. I mean, we're actually open till 2 a.m., but the food stops at 10, yeah. except for on the okay. weekends. And then we're open for brunch, too. Saturday, um, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Wow. And okay. the brunch, and brunch is... The brunch is delicious. Delicious. And it's big portions, so like you're gonna you're gonna fill yourself up. You're gonna have a good brunch. Yeah. You're gonna have a delicious yeah. brunch. Yeah. And we just started doing some cocktails. We do um, even our mixers, uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Maria. We do a tomatillo juice or mix for that, and it's all made in house too. <laughs> nice. So it's nice. delicious. So good with tequila or gin with the tomatillo. Yeah. Nice. What about I've got a question for you about uh, vegan options, gluten free options. Vegan options, yeah. gluten free options. And we'll work with taking people. care of everybody. You know, yeah. we nice. just tell them, let our chef know, yeah. and he'll make it work for you. We want everybody to enjoy. You guys themselves. are really nice. We're, well, we're trying to be. <laughs> we really just want to be part of the neighborhood. Yeah. Though, yeah. So yeah. And we love family businesses. Yes. You guys are adorable, first of all. I mean, just <laughs> stop it. So, yeah. You're going to make him blush. Stop that. <laughs> Where do you guys get your produce from? 
produce right now is is either delivered or we pick it up uh, at different places. We're actually nice. trying to get with. We know guy. a guy. We're trying. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're, we're trying to <laughs> trying to do that eventually. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. And I always say because <laughs> Brian, you. he invented produce. I don't know whether you <laughs> knew that or not, but yeah, he, he makes tomatoes. <laughs> he, he does. He, he, he truly does. <laughs> but on a, on a half serious note, when when you go into a restaurant and I see that they're sourcing their stuff through Brian and Growers Organic, yeah. I know they care about their food. Right. It kind of sets that benchmark for me. Um, when I see a few products and purveyors, and more and more these days, especially here in Colorado, people are looking. They, they're catching on. They want to know where their food's coming yep. from. Yeah. Who it, yeah, and the really story amazing. behind it, it's like yep. if you for 10 seconds start talking to me about a brewery, you know, and you just get in the weeds for a minute, I'm like, I want to support them. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, story yeah. is super important. Well, it's what you've done with your beer program, yeah. for sure, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that's really nice. That was big for me. Yeah. Okay. He's, <laughs> a, he's a, a beer, beer lover, so he had to. Yeah. So as you as you're starting this new endeavor yep. and you're building your story right now. Yeah. So we'll just start. Okay, we were on the modern eater, and then we can do everything else after. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what do you want your story to look like? Uh, we want to be around for a long time, and we want to keep doing this and keep reinventing. And as soon as we get through those breweries like we wanted to, well, guess what? We're just gonna get to start all over again, and um, you know, grow and expand and grow with the town and grow with the community and. Cool. We want to do here. more down the road. You know, eventually, one of our biggest dreams, but, you know, this is probably down the road quite a ways, is to have our own farm where all of our produce Love and it. all of yeah, our yeah. meat comes nice. from us because we want people to know that we're taking care of what they're eating. And that is, so that's awesome. That's it's a, a big goal of ours. Big story. That yeah. yeah. Cool if, goal. But it's down the road. <laughs> Something big yeah, happening for you on the 26th? Yeah. It's grand, grand opening party. Grand opening party. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> it is a yeah. party. So what we're going to... So, okay, so we're, we're doing our regular hours, which is 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Um, so we're going to do a regular brunch. We're going to do regular dinner service. But then at 5 o'clock, we're going to have Mile High Spirits. They're our well drink. They're going to come in and do tastings. Their Poma girls are going to come in. They're going to do some prizes. Uh, Kingman Wine, who are also working in with, they're coming nice. back at 7. They're going to do the same thing. And I believe we also have Jameson and Jaeger coming. We're working on those. We're working on those. And then we got uh, um, we got some live music. And so, some other, like, goat patch is yeah. going to stop by. We're going to have a lot of friends stopping from local breweries just, wow. you know, That's being a, a part of it. You know, as, as craft as you guys are, they, you know, nothing against Jameson. Uh, yeah. They don't need the help. No. Nope. Well, Come you know. On. Come on, you guys. Let's change that right now. Well, that's, that's Let's funny. Get you. We should talk to one of them. We've got a whiskey guy. I mean, you can't guy. sing that story, guy. and then you're like, all right, the Jaeger girls are coming yeah. in. Well, it's hey, a- let the Jaeger girls come. It's I'll a still, that's, that's fair. Well, let the Jaeger girls come. Well, the we'll point. get a local whiskey. Yeah, there you go. But no one's making yeah. a local right, Jaeger right, right now. Right. You know. But yeah. the point is, there's a lot of people in the neighborhood. It's hard to get rid of it. Really, really like that. Yeah. It's like a yeah. staple. And we got to So we don't want to just... Kick everyone alienate that. Let's pull the scab off. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, I'm with you, but let's pull that. Well, scab no, off we tried. Right hey, JMO is a big industry drink. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and a lot of people yeah. in the industry because not everywhere is but supporting that's what the we, local. Collectively, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. We're I know. Here to well, make we're that we're going slow. to. Well, and that's why I think we need to make an introduction yeah. because who's our friend we, that it, needs listen. to meet these guys? Rocker Spirits. We Boom. we need to we, introduce we you to Dustin. Dustin Evans. However we can. Absolutely. So the 26th, we're still or they're still working. Say we're still working on it. They're still working on it. Hey, they're on the team tonight. You know? I'm, all right. I'm just so excited for you guys. It's really cool. So the Thanks. naughty neighbor and Cheryl and Chad Baldry are here with us. Um, closing thoughts. 30 seconds of like, here's why you should come visit us. 
On the spot. Go. On the spot. Our food is amazing. It's all made fresh. Our chef is awesome. Um, we have amazing beers and spirits, and our service is great. Like, you're going to love everybody you interact with there. So. Hey, and not to mention, it's a beautiful restaurant, brick and knotty pine yeah. everywhere. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, we've a little bit for everybody so they can go have a better experience. And if, if we're there, I mean, it's even better. Yeah. We want it to be your home place. You know, yeah. Adorable. Adorable. I want to go be naughty. <laughs> I want to go be naughty. That's Let's right. go over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As we <laughs> Brian will walk in. Swingers party tonight? <laughs> Where's the toga? going on? <laughs> no, I think that that was Jay who bookmarked that one. But, uh. <laughs> it's 6.30 on 6.30 K-How. We'll say goodbye, but not forever. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you, Thank guys. You so much. So Thanks for coming Thanks. on. Thank you. That we you made it down it. to Studio <laughs> Kitchen, Colorado. Up next. Uh, it's Greg Dawson. He's a friend of the show in Briar Common Eatery and Brewery. They're coming up next right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to TheModernEater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Okay, yes it is. Back to Studio Kitchen Colorado in just a moment, and we'll get um, Greg Dawson up from Briar Common on the microphone. 
because we're starting this segment here any second now. Uh, I, I, he, he knows. He knows. knows. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff and Kristen Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions, building the best tap lines that you'll ever, ever come across. And I'm going to see Jeff and Kristen here on Monday at the studio. So Monday at the studio, Jeff and Kristen Rourke will be stopping by. It's kind of an update. 20 years in the business installing tap lines and doing the maintenance as well. I mean, truly, when you go into a restaurant, you see some, some age or the wheels falling off. Um, these tap systems and they're pouring foam and they're going from a, a pitcher into a glass and, and taking a spoon and scooping out the foam. It's so tacky. It's terrible. It's pouring inefficient beer. When you pour inefficient beer, what do you do, boys? You pour, pour your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. It's a simple call. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 720-272-372. 3809. I know a lot of the guys that are in here that are restaurant guys or breweries, uh, their ears perk up if they want to add some lines and they can know, hey, you know what, here's somebody we can trust. 720-272-3809. It is Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, let's go. You got to get quick when you got the most handsome brewer in the house. <laughs> His stuff's good. You should try that hazy IPA in front of you there. Do they ever call you Babyface Dawson? Not at all. <laughs> never. never. No, no one talks about the jawline outside of iHeartRadio. You're supposed to say, do they <laughs> yeah, ever call you Fatface Greg? <laughs> you know, I just gave one. Was it Ernie, it. Bert? Who was it earlier in the week? I, I'm, I'm Ernie. I think I'm Bert. I don't know. I'm one of those two. Greg Dawson officially welcome back. It's been, you've been on the show three, four, five times, a few times. Triple digits, at but, least. But Briar Common <laughs> Brewery, I, you've been around for two years, I think, right? Two years last October. Yeah, so two years we've been wow. messing around. It's been fun. Well, listen, um, your location I'm in love with. I've been wanting to do a show on your patio up top there. Yeah, this is probably a good time for me to remind you that we invited you last year. <laughs> You and, and neither of these guys oh, showed up. Okay. Didn't even return a phone call. I had. Oh, the, really? I had the flu. Yeah. Is that a true thing? Yeah, it was, it was it like, was, yeah, we'll do the whole show on the patio upstairs. You you guys can have the whole thing. I now, now listen to Jay Parker. I came on I'm the sure show to, to give you all you. grief. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Greg, well, Greg and I just had a combina- uh, conversation today where he's like, you don't remember. The, you know, we we're not arguing, but he's like, you don't remember this because I called him out on something. But I remember having a conversation up on that patio but if, if I In recollect uh, yeah. correctly, I, it just wasn't fine-tuned. It, it was, a, you know, it was a, a theoretical. Greg, Rich and I show. weren't around. We're sort of the more professional guys. <laughs> you guys are more welcome <laughs> to we're, come we're, anytime you want. We're keeping it together. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact. Jay, not so much. It's like, well, listen, if you need me to come down and empty your guys' garbage or something like that, or something happens along those lines, I mean, I'm there before you the, before you close the doors at night. You it know? has been a while since you guys yeah. stopped by. It has. It has. It has. Um, let's do, and it was just when you were transitioning to a new chef. We were. DJ Nagel. Right, I think it was like its first day. It probably sincerely was. Sincerely was. Um, but here's the cool, let, let's start at the beginning. So you're going to hang out for half an hour, and DJ... Uh, Chef DJ Nagel is going to join us in the kitchen, truly in the studio kitchen, Colorado, in the next segment. But let's do the whole setup because we have a lot of ground to cover because you're so versatile at Briar Common. Talk about the uniqueness, the location first, and then we'll get into the things that you're doing there. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the location, we got lucky to get that location. Um, it's one of those situations where just that kind of location doesn't go on the market. Fortunate enough to meet people who No, I'm knew ignorant. Other where, is the, where is yeah. this location? I'm ignorant. So it's 23rd and Clay. So okay. it's okay. under the highway, right? No, You're, no, no. <laughs> it's right up from Mile High Stadium. Yeah. So I call it Clay, kind of, Clay Street runs into Mile High Stadium. So we're north. We're on the north side. North side of it. Okay. Right. I kind of call it the forgotten neighborhood. It's kind. Of, it, it's real. It's such a cool, eclectic oh. neighborhood. Yeah. And then there's a park across the street. There is a park. Yep. But it's it's real. It's like you would never know. In I mean, yeah, a lot of people, people still don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It, and and 23rd is quite the busy thoroughfare because a lot of especially on bicycles yep. are coming from Sloan's Lake. Okay, yes. I mean, now I know where you are. It's okay. kind of like yep. the Brown yeah. Palace. There's so. that little park right across the street from you, isn't and there? And we sit on the corner. That is awesome, yeah. So Matt, and Matt a, Selby was your first uh, chef. Or what was your first chef? Uh, first chef was Joshua Goodsell. Oh, Joshua. Okay. That's right. Okay. But you guys have You're some great, great food in there. You're under the viaduct. He gave you a chef that you don't have. What else would you like to put on them? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about the second chef, and then I'm going to throw water at you. <laughs> oh, it wasn't good. But you guys, I thought you guys have had a good program over there. We, we. They were doing beer really intensely we were, at first. The, the business plan was a pairing model. Okay. And so we wanted explicit dialogue at table side with pairing. And gotcha. so we opened just for dinner. Um, last, about a year this time, we opened for lunch. Uh, Chef DJ came on in, I think, June or July. And then we had, like, three events in a row for him to, to prep for. So, so yeah, Greg, going back, the location, we really like it. But it's still, Jefferson Park's such an interesting place mm-hmm. because when we got in, there were still little hoodlums in the park. Yeah. And now it's completely gentrified. There's, yeah, it's... It's an interesting. It's, it's an going up. up instead of. I mean, because yeah. it's so small, it yeah. just goes up. It's a cool yeah. neighborhood, and the building. Like the building is so historic. As, I mean, old. we could spend a half an hour talking about the building, and I'm sure people are like waiting you out to hope that your business probably. isn't there. For it probably. A while. <laughs> um, let's start with the beer, and yes. then we'll get into the food. Absolutely. Um, you have a unique location because not only can you sell your beer, but you have a full bar. Too. We do. So we have a brew pub license. So we we do have guest cans. We put in a 10-tap system, so it doesn't really give us a lot of flexibility on guest taps. Sure. Um, but we do bring in guest products on the beer side, cider, and, and then and then full bar with spirits and wine. See, man, I'm telling you, so, it's, so many breweries would kill for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's you know, you want a beer, beer in a shot. Beer and shots are great. You got one. <laughs> I got one for you, right? Um, so your beers are delicious as I sit here and have this uh, very sessionable pale ale. Thank you. At 5.5%. All day long I could drink this beer. Because There's more in the cooler. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Okay, we go through beer pretty quick here. Well, I thought your hazy IPA was really good. Let's it's talk about your stylings. Well, so stylings, the, interestingly enough, we, we kind of started out with kind of the dichotomy of American driven American East driven beers and then Belgian East driven beers mostly because we felt like the Belgians lended more towards the food side and we've kept those around so we still have a couple of Belgian beers we brought um, our Abbey Ale today which is in the cooler um, those are always fun to play with especially with parents with beer um, since opening we've just done really just following trends I mean we're still a business um, trying to survive in a competitive market. So 
right now our top sellers are the pale cells. Um, we sell that for 450, um, which is pretty very reasonable, reasonable yeah. I think. We just we like the idea of having a beer less than five bucks. Mm -hmm. You can still remember when beers cost less than five bucks. You can still remember when you go home. At the same time. <laughs> and it's only five and a half percent. Um, but then you know, just with um, how popular fruit is become yeah. in beer, we've we've done some things with fruit. We brought a a raspberry honey blonde. So uh, the honey actually comes is from. Is that this one right here? Uh, yes, it, it is. Is it? I'm gonna give that a shot while you're talking. Yeah, and so the honey comes from a, a local honey. Mm. Um, what a nose on this. You call it a farm? I guess sure. you call it a yeah. farm. Clark's farm. up in yeah. Clark Lupton. Yeah, he's a great guy. I've been working with him for a long time. So that's pretty exciting. We did that as a, a summer brew, more or less as a seasonal, mm -hmm. and it just sold well, so we kept it. Um, Greg, yeah. let me ask you, do you find it a problem to sell your beer at other restaurants? So that we've... We ran into production issues in the summer, really just keeping up selling out the front door. Which okay. is so great. We, I mean, that's the ideal situation for us. Good problem. Um, and so, I mean, to your point, we haven't necessarily been proactive in getting outside accounts. Brian, okay. he hasn't tried. He's trying to work on his business there in Jefferson Park, which I love. Because when you look at the model, and I think that the, the Brewers Association put out um, kind of a fact-finding survey that they showed that some of the best breweries are now concentrating 80% more on just their brewery and making their neighborhood happy, yeah. their brewery happy, and being able to have enough beer for them. Anything else, if you leave yourself hamstrung right. through distribution, you're putting that out there in other places besides your brewery, then you're not doing yourself a yeah, great service. Yeah, that'd be a worst-case scenario is selling beer at a restaurant down the street and not outside your front door. Um, it's kind of cool. Roger King's here with us tonight. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Roger. Um, as we as we go down the road and we talk about all of the things that Briar Common has to offer, uh, food we're going to get into, but you started to develop the menu. But did you get away from the pairing portion of that and say, okay, here's what our menu is and have recommendations on the menu? Yeah, that was case in point listening to the neighborhood yeah and that's why we you know i think at one point when we were open we kind of ostracized the neighborhood because they didn't have a lot of food options and especially like what they were wanting kind of like fast casual yeah i mean sounds like pub food yeah and so bringing in chef dj and um cashing down the menu really helped us with the neighborhood um and so we yeah, the food has been instrumental in into the success of the business. I love it. A it lot had to be hard, Greg. Oh, sorry. Well, no, I, I mean, I just, it's just a lot of times it's tough because food was, a lot of times is the loss leader. You just want to have foods there. And with, with a brewery, it's like, did we schedule a food truck tonight? Right. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is so difficult, especially on nights. Are they going to show up? But if you have the food and people know, and it's like uh, if, you're, if your kitchen is doing as well as it is right now, that's a good thing to have, to have an actual viable restaurant side to the brewery and you control it let's talk food um let's break real quick we'll come back we'll get chef with us absolutely so we'll get chef with us we'll go over the menu uh in the kitchen will be up next and then at seven o'clock we're going to give you some great updates about the show and then we're going to get into some gluten-free and then we're going to get into some pizza and then we're going to get into some distillates 
and then we're going to call it a wrap, and we're going to party it up, and then we'll regroup <laughs> and do it again next week because that's how we do it right here. Greg Dawson with us right here. He's a friend of ours, and we love having him on the show. So we happy can, to be here. It's it's cool because we catch up with you at a lot of um, beer events. Um, you, you know, last time Brews, you were at Brews Belgium Beer Fest, and then you Every got year. before we break, you have a little accolade here. Um, best 2018 what in Westward? You don't even know? What Brewery was, restaurant. Brewery restaurant. It's the only one around, so it was an easy pick. <laughs> 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 what other ones are there? Well, recently, I, I can't even talk about competitors. Yeah, I'm not doing that, it. That's true. Good for you, Greg. <laughs> All right, Greg like Dawson's that. here with us. Briar Common Eatery and Brewery will continue next in the kitchen with Chef DJ Nagel right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Yes, it is time for In the Kitchen. We truly are. Studio Kitchen Colorado, the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Schneider stepped off the microphone. And uh, we'll continue with Greg Dawson, Briar Common Eatery and Brewery. And uh, they're intrepid chef right now. Intrepid? Yeah, Chef DJ Nagel, how are you, sir? I'm well, sir, how are you? I'm good, what are you putting together right here? So, doing a little arugula salad with some beautiful ruby grapefruit. Uh, we're gonna put it under a piece of uh, trout, the Rocky Mountain ruby trout that we got in today. Uh, gonna go along with uh, beef short rib. Oh, and uh, some garlic mashed potatoes, so wow. a little Rocky Mountain uh, surf and turf, if you will. Well, we got to taste your pokey first, and that was, that was pretty good, huh? oh my yeah, gosh. Right here. Yeah. You folks that um, want to see this, you can check it out on our Facebook live stream. Just search out The Modern Eater. Uh, as we continue right now, Greg, uh, Chef, 
these items that we're showing tonight are all on the menu? Um, you know, we're doing these as specials. Okay. Uh, this will be on the special menu tomorrow night. Oh. Um, oh and then oh. the short rib, I usually Come get the short by. ribs in. Uh, usually kind of keep the short ribs kind of just as a special and do some, uh, what? <laughs> do He's some, just inviting uh, me and though I won't go. Okay. Um, <laughs> do the special, you know, just keeping them on the specials and then. I'd love to put the uh, trout on the menu. I think it'd be a great, uh, a great addition to the menu. So, you know, D DJ, what size you're putting in there? Is that a little fennel there? Or what, so this shaved fennel. Nice. A little nice. Uh, roasted lemon vinaigrette, just to kind of give it a little bit of. Uh, I'm going to top everything with uh, with the roasted lemon vinaigrette. So. It looks awesome from here. Yeah. I'll tell you. It's pretty good. I'm yeah. telling you. So we'll see how it goes. This is the time of year for citrus, you know, folks. It's Absolutely. so it, winter time is the time that the the best citrus ever. Every, you would think it's opposite because everyone thinks in the summer. Right. You, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. good, you get good citrus, but it's uh, so truly. So the, the uh, blood oranges are coming in, kumquats, yep. so, and you get the, the little. I had some mandarin oranges and some satsumas yep, the other day, yep. which are fantastic. Oh my so gosh! Well, and the really grapefruit, though, I'll tell you, this is the time we've, yeah, yeah. you know, the miniolas. Uh, uh huh. I yeah. bought some caracara, caracara cara, uh, oranges with this stuff. So nice. We'll see that probably in this salad as well tomorrow on the menu. So you know, just kind of go from there. I love it. I like to try like to do that. the you know menus during the week, start on Sundays, and then have them have them through the week, so we can have a good you know people can come back if they want and have a good good ability to have sales going on too. So it's not awesome. to go backwards, but you've had quite the illustrious career here. I have, and it, as it continues here, I've you been mind talking? I've been in Denver for a long time, so Briar Common's been great. You know, I've been through with Humboldt and Blue Line Oyster Bar, and uh, you know here and there with Udi's and stuff like that. So we've just been having fun. I mean it. I love Colorado. I think it's a great place to uh, great place to cook, and geez, just where we're going right now, it's amazing. And I'm I'm like the old guy, so I, I stay up, stay in my little brewery up there, and just kind of like hang out and do some really cool food, and try to just you know make it happen. I think that's the biggest thing right now. I mean, you know, Denver is so cool right now for food in Denver. I just want to show that Briar Common that we have a chef, and we have we. It's not just a food truck parked out front, or it's not just you know. Burgers and nachos and things like that, but we have burgers on the menu, but we have stuff like this, so which is cool. Yeah, it's pokey awesome. on the menu, and I'm, you know, just some really cool stuff going on. So here it is. I mean, you get the call from Greg, and Greg says, uh, "All right, chef, uh, we're looking to bring someone in. Your tasks with our menu here. It, it was truly, uh, Greg, when we had a conversation, a revamp. You were talking about we're going to revamp this menu here, and and uh, we've got a new chef coming on board." Where do you guys begin with something like that? Well, DJ uh, started that conversation. I mean, he sat us down and asked us what uh, my brother and business partner Kent, uh, what we had in mind, what we wanted to do, and and in that time in the business, we were really just ready to give someone with his experience and his accolades the ball. And yeah. so, you know, I think he was eliciting some ideas, but really, do whatever you. We trust you. <laughs> yeah, it's you, it's like your menu. Kind of pushed it all in <laughs> yeah. towards me. Good for so you, though. Let yeah, us make cool. delicious beer. Yeah. yeah. You make delicious that's food. The, that's the best part about a beer. I mean, he, he does a pretty good job. Our beer is pretty good. <laughs> What's the cross? And it's, and, it's fa and it's really, really, like, food friendly, too, as well, yeah. So which is really cool. What's the crossover, Greg? Do you, do you say, okay, I'm doing this delicious seasonal beer here and then i'd love for the kitchen and then to get your do you guys brainstorm together well you earlier you talked about uh the business model of being a pairing sure right so we moved away from that but that's still a passion of ours so then we do pairing dinners and that's when we 
we do quarterly pairing dinners, and we have one coming up. February 10th. February 10th. Let's talk about nice it. Check it's it right out. around the corner. What's going to happen with at this pairing dinner? Uh, you know, we're just just doing five courses. Just, uh, just do a, five courses. Just five courses. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, opening course, I kind of like, you know, trying to figure it out. We're trying to do just some different food, just getting some food in there that we don't usually have. I'm doing a cacio de pepe with some with some uh, with uh, with cauliflower, uh, rosemary cauliflower puree. I don't even I can't even think about what we're doing, but we're doing some cool <laughs> stuff right now. It's just is it sold out yet? Can can people there's still get couple, in? Is there a couple still, spots there's left? There's a couple spots left, but just we're we're gonna do these we're gonna do these quite you know quarterly like Greg was saying. Where can we go yeah, and face, check it out? Facebook is yeah, an through event our Facebook page. It's okay. an event right through our Facebook page. Oh very okay, cool. nice. So there's a few left. There's probably a couple left. We're getting down pretty close to sold out. So, um, but you know it's a good time. I mean, check it out. Deal. What's that gonna run us? Uh, 55 and then well 65 right now. So 65, 65 okay. For five beers and then uh, five courses. So nice. That's totally affordable. A reception and then we do uh, dessert. So uh, yeah. Caramelized apple upside down cake is what we're doing. Tart to town. So with some cinnamon ice cream that I'm getting from uh, from Peter at Glacier at uh, Ice Cream Alchemy. Nice. So uh, yeah, we're doing good things. I like. It. I'm. Gonna, it's great to I got hear you. I got a great crew with me. You know, they're doing great things. Uh, you know, I trust them dearly to, to run the place and. I get to play with food, and I'm starting to get these guys into doing a little bit more food. So. Well, and folks, this is Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, and I've worked with DJ for a long time. Um, I mean, it's I, I got to think we've known each other, DJ. 2005. 2005. And when he yeah. says worked with him, meaning that DJ said no to you about a thousand <laughs> times. Just uh, first 15 or 20, and then we started playing, I think. And then I think I started calling Brian after that a little while. It's been a while since we worked together, but we're rekindling the relationship, I think, right now. Chef yeah, it's DJ, great to see you. Um, Greg, I, I want to tee this up because this is really something I think is an important aspect. You have a great venue for events. We do. How, I mean, what's the lay of the land? How can somebody get in there and check out the space? So we do. We have a event coordinator on staff. Um, you can reach him at events at Briar Common. Um, and yeah, he last summer was a, a busy summer for him and for us. A uh, lot of. So book it now. If so you're looking for spring or summer, yeah, book it's it almost. Now. It's weird because he lives in the next year and the previous year, if that makes sense. Yes. So you know, last fall he was looking at summer 2019, and now he's rolling into fall 2019. So, in, so in my holiday es- parties. in my estimation, one of the best patios in Colorado. I mean, true. Thank far, you. Far, I mean, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. In Denver, at least. Uh, actually, when we were there, I don't know a year, a year ago and some change, you were having an event at the patio, but you still snuck us up there to take a look. And I'll tell you what, you guys, it's golden. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Thanks Greg for having Dawson, us. Chef DJ Nagel. Brian Co- Briar, Briar Common, and uh, go check them out. We'll see you in the next hour. Stick around for hour two of the Modern Eater Show. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. We are hot, and we're hungry. <laughs> hot, hungry. Hot, we're hot and hungry, and it's a good thing because Chef DJ Nag- Jay Parker here at the Modern Eater Show bringing us back. 
Chef DJ Nagel is plating up some salmon and short ribs and greens and some mashed potatoes right mm, now. Mm, that mm. I tell you what, you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take the headset off to get pictures of this. Welcome back to the Modern Eater Show. Your host Greg Hollenbeck, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, Brandon Camp, who I so lovingly call the Camp, and uh, Little Rich Schneider from Rockalitas Tortitas. You're here at uh, Tortitas. Uh, Tortitas. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. But it was a good run yeah. until then. Huh? What do you lovingly call me? Little Rich. Little Rich. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Everybody <laughs> loves Little Rich. Jay, thank you. You're welcome. Well done. Can you say tortitas again? What's up? Tortitas. Tortitas. How about? Is that a new well, food listen, item? Jay, See, roll uh, the R. Is that a new thing? Tortillas. Tomatillos. So well. Tomatillos. So Jay, don't take off yet. Okay. We're live at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We are. Right. A good yeah. another big del- pile of tortitas. Big pile of tortitas. <laughs> a great lineup. Thank you. Uh, we so much hard work goes into this, and this is what we're going to do in this segment. But live on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. I, I, like, was he checking? Everybody like, looks. He's like, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's good. He had to take a look. Um, coming up in the next segment, Victoria Wolf and Richard Olette. Correct. From, I Correct. always have to look at Jay. Like, <laughs> How'd I do, Jay? Uh, Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen is going to be on in 7.30. Jason McGovern from Crash, Crush, Crush Pizza and Tap. 745 booze in the news rising sun distillery and don richardson but um this segment's about the show guys we're gonna spend five six seven ten minutes um number one let's do this introduction a new uh, part of the team and just a welcome addition he's looking around right now who is that yeah, who's tallest even yep, he's tallest. the tallest <laughs> on the and he's sort of the skinniest. He's beat a few of us out on the skinniest hey, there. You know. He's like, we'll make Lee. sure we fatten him, him up we'll and call run him, him down. Yeah. yeah, five years from now, you'll be three inches shorter and 20, <laughs> I've already got my Spanx yeah, Go 40, on, go so, 40. Yeah. Despite wearing a cowboy shirt tonight. Hey, hey. Um, welcome, man. He's in the newest it. edition, Brandon Camp. And he is uh, our VP of sales, our salesman extraordinaire. And beyond that, we call you a dot connector. That's right. You're a smart guy, man, and and you really get what we're trying to accomplish here with the Modern Eater Show. So, uh, welcome as we go into this 2019 together. Exciting, Richie. We've got a good crew. We've got a good crew. You know, we've put together a great, a, a great team and a, and a great community here. They and get it. it. Absolutely. And now I think we're ready to take that next step. Yeah. So as we look forward to 2019. Um, let's do this. Let's look up uh, Sam Pasquale's skirt. Can we do that, Jay? We can. Look at this. Oh wait. Oh wait. You want? You mean on the ca- on the camera? On the camera. Yeah. On yeah, the yeah. camera well, for real. Hold so on. Hold on a Elin second. Wenzel gave us the, his mother made this, uh, and it's kind of our kitchen mascot. But this is the the culinary monk, truly the culinary monk, in San Pasquale. I hope that label's um, facing right. And we've started it's to hide something under her skirt. But look at the unveiling of this. Yeah, that's what that pervert's been packing right there. (laughs) Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. The latest and greatest addition to the Modern Eater Show. And these guys are right there with what we want to have as far as great sponsors. Um, So welcome, Colorado Mills, on Monday. We're going to have a really cool project here. Stay tuned to your Facebook page. Yes, yes, yes. Stay tuned to your Instagram. We've got two lambs here, and those lambs... One you want to see them? Can you show us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they Who fit that? 
do they fit health code? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is everything okay in there? Here we're we're going to show you these lambs, but check it out. So as Jay goes into the walk-in here, we've got one lamb that is traditionally fed, mm -hmm. all right? So the other lamb is fed off of Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil Byproduct, which is a pellet feed. I've eaten this pellet feed for, on a tour. It, it's delicious. I mean, I would eat it as a snack. You it's do a, look a little really, bit younger. Really? You do. I think it's a... It's, it's it good. was delicious. You're saying what kind of flavor profile? Sweet? Was it, it did it earthy? A, a little I mean, earthy, a little oily. Jay, do you remember when we were at Colorado Mills and we were eating those sunflower the pellets? The pellets, yeah. yeah. Not bad. No, no, they're not. They you right guys now, ate the pellets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they remind me of dog food because I used to eat a lot of dog food as a child. <laughs> did you now, Jay? Uh, no, I, re I really did, and I don't mean that right. in a weird, sand, weird sad way. Things and, get it clear yeah, every day for and, me. And, and Mom, I love you, you know, but and it wasn't she wasn't feeding us dog food, but I would go underneath the sink in the kitchen and eat. So it, it, <laughs> that it's, explains everything. It's like dog food or Drano? What uh, else dog uh, food? Well, like yeah, I said, things choice. are getting clearer no, every day. But all jokes aside, so the pellets, the, the sunflower pellets, that's what it reminded me of, where it's just condensed. It doesn't taste terrible, you know? Uh -huh. You're not going to necessarily want that for a snack, you know, but it, it, it's really interesting. And that's, and that's really high in protein. But, we, I mean, we don't need to bury ourselves in that part, but what we're, they're what seeing we're a doing difference on Monday, on the yeah. On Monday, we're going to do a little comparison taste test, and we're going to have a full yeah. house here, and um, we're going to butcher these animals here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You're going to have an opportunity to see a live Facebook feed. I'd encourage you to tune into this because if you're into this type of stuff, ranching and farming, Colorado community, the story from the young lady who raised these lambs, um, she'll be here as well. Uh, the butcher's going to be here. We'll have a couple of chefs here. We'll have folks from the Colorado Chefs Association. Of course, all of us will be here. But we're going to take a look at it. We're going to take a look at um, what, what this lamb is like. Um, fed with the Colorado Mills pellets, so mm. I'm looking forward to that on Monday. I mean, did, now, did you? Night. I've looked at those, Mary? and I didn't know that one was different. <laughs> so, if you looked at those, can you tell the difference just from the well, carcass? Well, you, on Monday, you will. From okay. the carcass, I can. I could. I, can. I carried them in. I could tell a difference. Oh, could you? I okay. touched them. Yeah. One big uh, difference. Uh, yeah, the marbling, the fat content. The, well, I'm curious to see this. Okay. I am Mon curious to Monday, see. Monday, you'll get to tune in. You'll probably be at the. Um, the grower's organic palatial estate, and you'll watch it. Or no, I'm, or I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the tasters, man. Wow, what are you talking about? I've been invited by Zach himself. Oh, the super you know? taster. Yeah, yeah. The super taster yep. will be here. Okay. And so, so we're going to have fun with it because, trust me, I just got one of my lambs slaughtered last year, and I've just started eating, it, eating into it. And I'll tell you what, I've been real happy, all raised on produce from Grower's Organic. Rich, so, awesome. 30 seconds to one minute on Colorado Mills and what that means. You know, Colorado Mills, I've had the honor, privilege of working with Zach and Rick, working with those people now for several years. Uh, they came to me telling me about their product, and really, it was, I'm, I'm a hard sell. I was very leery, uh, but starting to work with them and seeing the improvement in the product and the quality. Tell people what you do with your real job first, <laughs> your well, full-time. Yeah, well, my full-time job, the thing that puts the carne in my taco yeah. is, is making tortillas <laughs> and chips. At Rockalita. At Rockalita's tortillas, okay. obviously. And, then, and so what we do is we brought it in to fry the chips, and what we found is absorb less oil. We found that the hyaluronic acid, the pH of the oil, actually, uh, this is the technical part, actually helped the chips last longer. And nice. so one day we ran out, and we, we were using a different shortening for our flour tortillas. We ran out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? We need to keep running. 
I said, let's try some of the oil. So it was totally by mistake. A, a perfect place to fail, like I talk about. It made the best tortillas we ever made. And in fact, it wouldn't hold, the dough would not hold all that oil. So I used to put in a batch 18 pounds of shortening. And of their oil, I can only put in 12. That's all it will hold. So it's a lower fat product. It lasts longer. It's flexible. Their oils are incredible. And then you get to know their family and what they're all about. I mean, there's companies that that talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Truly, with Colorado Mills, we all looked up the skirt. And we saw we saw everything there. And, and uh, <laughs> they're very worthy to be our newest sponsor. Yeah, well, yeah let me and, and chime let, in. Yeah, Greg, wait, hold on one second. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did want to throw to you in just a second. Uh, Jay, you remember the 60-second spot we were going to record? Mm-hmm. Rich just did it. That was a yeah. really great testimonial. That you, <laughs> and, and the passion that you have, I mean, that was just off the hip, how you feel. That was about as pure as you can get. And then, Brian, as you take over, you're going to talk about the high temperatures. Uh, well, and I want. was going to, but even I was, I really wanted to chime in with Rich because of this fact that he knows oil. That he's a guy that's frying stuff. And the way when you, you've got the mass production like Rich has on the tortillas. But even though, you know, listen, he's not shipping worldwide. He's got a small yep. batch production in some mm-hmm. sense. Absolutely. And so he really cares about his ingredients. But the thing is, is what a lot of people don't realize with oils and what Rich was speaking to about the oils going rancid. And the reality is, is listen, either they're going to give you some fake oil that has no life in it. Not like a sunflower oil, but, you know, like a canola oil that's been mixed with some other kind of, yes. I mean, in my in Those my opinion, oils. it's like synthetic oil, yep. which should only be in your car, not in your food. Yeah. And that's the difference with Colorado Mills is they're giving you a good oil that came from a living plant. We're going over on time, but I want to spend one more minute. That is, so welcome. Thank you. Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. A great addition to the Modern Eater Show. A lot of service industry people listen, chefs, restaurateurs. 2019, you're going to have the opportunity. When you come cook in Studio Kitchen, Colorado, grab your Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil and have at it. Yep. I mean, just uh, enjoy yourself is what I would like to say. Road Trip 2019 is on the horizon, yes. and we are planning it out yes. right now. What a road trip this is going to be. All the products from ranches, farms, breweries, distilleries, wineries, you name it. If Colorado has it, it's a good product and it's a family business. We're going to share it with you. We're going to source those products and then we're going to come back and have the biggest, baddest ass summer dinner series (laughs) you've ever seen. It's going down. We're planning it right now. If you're in, uh, gosh, I mean, people like Doug uh, uh, Ulan. Yeah, in, uh, the Ulins, Yeah, for the sure. Ulins. Oh, man, we're going to have a stop there. We're going to head to Durango. We're going to go back up to Palisade. We're going to go Hotchkiss, Peonia. Oh. Yeah, well, uh, we're starting. We're doing it backwards this year, though, folks, which is awesome because feels. last year, yeah, we, well, last year we went out 70 and then went down from 70 out all the way out to Grand Junction. You'll hear more about it. Yep. We're excited to do it, but we're putting it together. If you have any ideas for us of a place that is a must-stop, Email us, themoderneater at gmail.com. Love it. Or go on our Facebook page team. and send us a Put message through team. Facebook. Put it in. 2019. Yes. Bring it in, Let's do this. Gosh, we got a great crew, man. We talk it and we walk it. It is the Modern Eater Show. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back. Victoria Wolf and Rich Olette.
yes. is going to be on. Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen, that's next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from holiday madness? Stop into Brews Beers. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers, and for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special ones, including a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, a figgy pudding brown ale, plus a Belgian chocolate stout, and of course, our Belgian-style champagne beer, brewed once a year and not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos, and if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch brews, and special gift boxes. And then there's the ultimate beer experience, a 10-day beer tour of Belgium this coming May. Don't forget to stock up on beers for your holiday parties at Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Come on in, bring your dog, and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. My name is Chef Keegan Gerhardt, owner of D-Bar, and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Chef Keegan Gerhardt, listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Little Rich Steiner, uh, the whole cast and crew. We're here tonight from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Thanks for joining us. We're live on Facebook as well. Just search out The Modern Eater Show. Uh, love having everybody. I mean, the, the guests that we have through here, Rich, <laughs> it's pretty I amazing. Mean, the stories that we're able to tell, it's humbling. It truly this, is. This is such a unique platform for everyone to tell their amazing stories. And some people get kind of afraid. Now, now these people are not. They're experienced. <laughs> but there are some people, that, they're, they're afraid. They've been raised to be kind of shy yeah. and not tell their story and yeah. don't brag about yourself. And so we grab, you know, we, I think we uh, tastefully pull that story out of them and let them shine. Yeah, we get them by the yinny, <laughs> bring them in here. And, get them liquored up a little bit. So let them go. Victoria, we'll, that helps. The liquor helps. I'm just going to yeah. say. Let's get the official introduction. And Victoria Wolf and Richard Olette 
Here it is, Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen, the formal welcome to the Modern Eater Show, first appearance and not the last. Awesome. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yeah, Good thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Uh, when we heard that you were going to be on the show through uh, Jay, um, there we are. I go to natural grocers quite often, actually, and I always like to see products and who's doing what and who's got shelf space. And uh, boy, you guys have a lot of shelf space. Hey, we were really glad when you took that picture. Yeah, yeah that, that was the amazing. shelves were full. Yeah. <laughs> well, Natural Grocers has a spot in, in my heart because when, when I became gluten free in 2007, I would shop all over the place sure. looking for the best gluten free, which in 2007, it did not exist. Not anyway. at all. But as, as the time went on, it's like I would go to Whole Foods, I'd go to Sprouts, I'd find some things here, some things there. But Natural Grocers was always the place that had everything. They have the best gluten-free selection, and they have the best pricing. So when we started this company, my initial and number one goal was to get us into to Natural to Grocers. Natural Congratulations. It, 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 it means something to us. And so we're in every store in Colorado, Iowa, Shut Nebraska. Up. Are you kidding Good me? Good for yeah. you. Congratulations. And yeah. Salt Lake City. And have Salt Lake you, City. Have you met any of the owners? Because they're here in Colorado. And yeah, they're good, we... They're good people. They are wonderful people. We've been to corporate many times. We serve them food. Whenever they have an event, we go in and we serve them pizza and... Natural Grocers will always have a place in my heart because it's, it's nice. what sustained me before Rich and I got together and we created this exactly. amazing product line that we have. And, and I you know I had to buy other people's stuff until we made our own. But. And so it was your own personal journey that you started this, that started mm-hmm. this whole business. Exactly. It, it was all his fault. It, it was, was my fault. fault. We oh, got good. together and he's like, I, I'm, a, I'm good with your gluten-free stuff. I'll live a gluten-free lifestyle, but you know what? I love pizza. I, I need to have my pizza. I says, okay, well, here's your options. Good luck with that. <laughs> And he tasted them all, and he's like, these, these really they suck. They were not good. They were not good. And he's like, hey, let's let's make our own. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, been gluten-free for five years, haven't touched the 5,000 flowers you need to make something. And he's like, oh, come on, it's pizza. And I'm like, okay. And so we started, we started working with it a year later. We came up with a pizza crust that all of our non-gluten-free friends thought was the most amazing thing that they didn't even know it was gluten-free. Yeah. We had something, and, and there we go. 12, 12 products later, here and, we are. And we are not bakers. And no, I, I think that's one of the things that helped us in our journey to create right. what we did is because we weren't bakers, so we didn't have certain expectations of what was supposed to happen when you rise traditional doughs and things like that. But it all started from pizza crust. It all that's, started yeah. from pizza crust. That's really interesting because then you went in, and I'm sure you've got breads, muffins, yeah. all kinds of other things. We do no sweets whatsoever. We do all yeast risen. Uh, so we have breads, hot dog buns, hamburger buns, French baguettes, sandwich bread, two different types of pizza. We have ready-to-bake pizzas, ready-to-bake garlic breads that you can just buy, bring home, and um, put in your your oven. Um, Yeah, it was all about pizza. It was like we needed pizza, and we just kept working on it till till both of us, I would say, oh, this is the pizza I remember, and then Rich would say, oh, this is pizza. Here's what's cool, and Rich, you can touch on this, but we talked to a lot of brands, whether it's sausage, Mm -hmm. that retail space is difficult. Oh, very, uh, um, <laughs> very. To restaurants or distributors, you kind of concentrate on that. So now we know you guys retail. You're doing it all day long, every day long. And with so we're, what's unique about us is we are one of the few companies tackling both the retail side of the business as well as the food service. That's side what of I was getting into. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So um, I had been on the retail side of things for a lot of my career, about 20 years. So we we, we started with that aspect. But we, we love food, we love chefs, we lo- so we went to the restaurant side of things. We tested that with restaurants first, and then we went to the retail business. Here's what's interesting from the restaurant standpoint, and um, I always say 
you know, if you're the best restaurant in the world, you're 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 profit off the bottom line, maybe eight percent. Mm-hmm. Not, right. Nine yeah. if you're just if you're lucky, cr- really if killing it. And so when you look at a market like uh, gluten free, and th- the demand is there because gluten free, a lot of times they hide in the shadows. They're not going to go out and eat. I mean, celiac's such a small. What is it? Point eight percent. One percent. One percent of the population. You got to ask yourself though, what so there's small. a the, what is real. And then you have a larger percentage of people well, that the think they are. So they, I'm what's glad real, for someone like you. Yeah. What's real is about a third of the population is trying to cut gluten out of their diet for one reason or another. Yeah, That's nice. right. and, okay. and, and most of that reason, and I want to state this because this is important because there is a myth here. The majority of people who are gluten-free truly are have phys- having physical symptoms. They may not have celiac, but they react to gluten. So there's right. been a lot of, of the myth about, oh, my God, you just want to stop gluten because... Sorry, Everyone else is. Gwyneth Paltrow said to stop <laughs> yeah, this it, on her, on her cool. blog. Yeah. But, but from the reality at the ground, on the ground level, we talk to people, it's, it's, it, it makes them physically ill. Yeah. And so they stop. So I'd say about 20% of the population is, is really needs to be gluten-free. There's right. another 10% that thinks that they're going to lose weight. Yeah. yeah, that's probably fair. There, yeah. are, there are lifestylers. There are yeah. the, the celiacs, which we totally were on board, want to help you out. Um, but you get into the restaurant industry. And a lot of chefs will say, I'll put gluten-free uh, menu items, but it's going to be just traditional. Right. I'm going to have nothing that has Salad. It. Salad's gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the mindset of, am I going to bring in a gluten-free product? Right. Yeah. From someone yours. else. You, and, and not and, make it and, myself. And put it on know. my menu. Because right. there's that thing, if you say, I'm gluten-free, and, and we have these products, well, are you a dedicated gluten-free kitchen? Are you, there's so much to it, but to be able to increase your profit margin by catering to a crowd of people that mobilize, they know, (laughs) and if they're a gluten-free lifestyler, they know where the restaurants are. And we're very loyal too. That's the thing about us. It's like, we find a place that we like to eat at, and we, we, we have a good experience, right. and it's delicious, we keep going back and back. And back. Well, and wait, the, you, the gluten-free bring their friends. Well. Yeah, yeah, you have a friends. big Bingo. chef, though, that might be, you have a chef friend or two out there in the famous industry, don't you? I mean, a few we, that are we, using our products. We have a couple. Just a couple, maybe, you know, a Carrie at Bardot. Yeah, I was going to say, Luck please name drop, you know? Troy Gard serves our burgers at Tag Burger. I mean, yeah, just a few. I mean, we're... we're you had a, some yeah. guy from Colorado Springs in yeah, here last brother weekend. Brother Love, yeah, that brother yeah. Love. I believe he makes his bacon jam burger. What's uh, cool about that is, is you guys have been able to make that headway with um, Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen. You're able to not only work with the restaurants but work in a retail space and then work in a, in a space to where it's like we're going to distribute this as well to other folks so you know i don't know what your business model is but you're doing it well you guys yeah i Thank mean you. truly so well Thank and, you. and if uh, chefs restaurants if you want to make some more money you want to increase that bottom line the profit off the bottom line look into things like this because i truly think um as we walk down this road of everybody's navigating through nutrition and health Victoria, you touched upon something um, truly, uh, it's a mountain to climb because I know people that suffer suffer from joint pain or headaches or things that they they had, but they just cut gluten from their diet and they're like, I feel better. That's a symptom. I mean, you know, even with celiac disease, there's over 100 symptoms you can have and have celiac disease. With gluten intolerance, it's very similar. Joint pain is very, you know, there's um, gluten ataxia, which is what happens, it's all brain related things. There's 
there are so many symptoms that gluten affects. Um, if you have Hashimoto's or any type of thyroid, you you usually do better on a gluten-free diet. So it's it's not just I have it. it's not just celiac. It's not just I want to lose weight. There, there's a real issue here. Truly. And and we've we've we talk to the people day in and day out when we do demos at at, at grocery stores, and it, it is a real thing. And it, it kind of made me sad when the, when the when the fad came around. It was it was a it was kind of bittersweet. It's like the fad came around and everybody wanted to eat gluten free, and that was good for us because we had a gluten free product. But it was bad for the for the people that really needed it, and make them made them less yeah. important or less yeah. you know less uh, realistic. But um, Victoria, do you tell yeah. the gluten story at all? Because I mean, a lot of people don't know where this whole thing of gluten where it originated. But I, I think we're running tight I, on no, time. I, 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 I want. I think I could, that we could a, go in. We'll we talk we need, later. We'll talk yeah. later. I think that's a valid question <laughs> because when I, when I look at um, gluten free, and I, I I truly see people that when you put a pizza back on their plate or bread on their dinner table again, and it's gluten free, they can enjoy the products that they grew up with, and they it, it didn't Comfort work well food. with their body. But as you're on your personal journey, if you're the in the shot of our boys. As you're on your personal journey and you're trying to unravel the things that have to do with your health because it's so personal, if you find yourself in, in, in a position to where you want to eliminate foods and then add them back to your diet, eliminate the gluten from your diet, add this back into it, and I think that you'll really find that you're in a better place sure. with that. We could spend hours yeah. doing this, oh, you guys. Yeah. Um, the food that you have here with us, you brought us some delicious pizzas. Thank you. It just showed. Yep, I just tasted one, folks, and uh, truly you wouldn't know the difference. Oh, thank that's you. What that's we're going that's for. what we're going you for. You wouldn't know the difference. So we have um, we have this one here is our um, this is a retail product. It's a veggie cheese pizza. We threw some homemade Italian sausage on it. Um, this one here is a Reuben pizza. We love to make pizza out of things that people don't think that you'd make. If, if it's a sandwich or any other dish, we'll make a pizza out of it. So this is a Reuben pizza, and everything on it is scratch made. And this is our championship pizza. Um, the Pizza Expo in Vegas every year has a pizza championship. Um, they have a gluten-free division in a 2016. Rich is like, hey, you want to go to the Pizza Expo? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, you want to participate in a in a contest? I'm like, yeah. We roll. We went in, we made this pizza, and, and we won in 2016. Oh, that's huge. We're the world's best gluten-free pizza, and this is a dairy-free pizza. Dairy-free pizza as well. No dairy, no dairy alternative, anything. This is the, the winner of wow. that. and so. Rich, thank you yeah. for loving pizza. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> Truly, thank you for loving pizza. We have so much more to learn and to do, too. You guys are great. Yeah. Will you come back? Oh, yeah, we would definitely. Love We'd to love come to back. come back. We so appreciate yeah. being yeah, invited We got on. more pizzas we yeah, can we, make. This is, this is not even near the things we create. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, truly, uh, Victoria Wolf and Richard Oled, Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen. You'll hear a lot more from them. Um, I think we told you where you can find it, but one of the jumping-off points right now is um, Natural Grocers, and you can check it out on their shelves, but you'll also be able to hear stories like the gentleman who's coming up next. and. Uh, yeah, Jason. Jason McGovern. Yay. Here he comes. He's, he's using the product himself, <laughs> too. And uh, Crush Pizza and Tap. They're coming up next. And just another way to show that um, you're included. If you're in that gluten-free category, you can yes. go to Crush Pizza and Tap and enjoy a gluten-free pizza itself. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right, we'll Thank you. I like these guys. They're good. <laughs> All right, we'll have them back. And uh, coming up next, like we said, Jason McGovern, Crush Pizza and Tap. And then at 7.45, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. 
and Don Richardson. She's the owner of Rising Sun Distillery. They're our neighbors, and we're happy to welcome them here right now. Uh, coming back, Studio Kitchen, Colorado, right here on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multi-grain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items. The Paleo Bowl, with house-smoked pork, wood oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant, offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design. Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, quickly right now, Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solutions. You hear about him on the show all the time. He's a family man, Jeff and Kristen Rourke. They've got a beautiful young daughter, just turned one years old, uh, Charlie, on Christmas. A-plus Beverage Solutions leading the industry in installing the tap dreams of your future. Yes, indeed. He can also add tap lines, and he can do maintenance as well. Get an A-plus report card from Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. Just make sure it's all going good. you got to figure these things out if you're a business owner. 20 years in the business, a family man. It's a wonder I can do lives around you, Jeff. <laughs> How do I concentrate? Uh, Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, truly, um, get a hold of this guy. If you're wanting to install, if you're starting a new brewery, if you want to do some maintenance, you want to add a tap line, your glycol system isn't working the way that you want it to, he'll be the guy to fix it up for you. A-plus beverage solutions, give him a call. Jeff Rourke, 
3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner on iHeartRadio. You heard us talk about him in the last segment. His incredible pizza. He's a friend oh. of the show. He's making great pizza. Um, I see him every week. I know. You're, <laughs> That's you're, true. You're, you're a loyal customer, Richie. I, I love it. I love it. My brother, that's where, my brother Raul and I, that's where we go every Monday. He's so much taller than you. <laughs> I Sorry. know. Well, we have a story about that, but I don't want to say that Rich, you got now. a pizza problem over there? <laughs> <laughs> got a little addiction. He's got a crush. My, week, my weekly fix. He does have a crush. Where's my T-shirt? That's what I forgot. <laughs> They're on the way. They're in Duh. <laughs> I was going to wear it tonight. Yeah. Oh, Jason McGovern, um, he's, he's, he's our pizza guy. Yes. You, you know, when people we got a pizza guy. You yep. know a guy? We know a guy. Uh, Jason McGovern and Crush Pizza and Tap. Location, where's it at? 1200 West 38th Avenue, uh, Calameth and 38th. Caddy corner to a old icon, Chubby's, right yep. around the corner from there. Oh, yep. yeah, I know. Yeah. That's sort of a, it's what's that, Sunnyside neighborhood? What's that neighborhood there? Technically, we're in Highland still. Yeah. Highland still. Uh, okay. We're on the dividing line. A great okay. brewery in the neighborhood as yes. well. We yes. over there. We have some of those as well within walking distance. Yeah. Friends of yours. Staggering yeah. distance. Um, and yes. then just look for Little Rich's car parked out front. <laughs> That's probably the That's best right. Even marker. Even the same table, huh? Literally the same table every time. Do you yes. have bumper stickers? <laughs> stickers all over Rich's car. I've got my crush. <laughs> he found it. Um, you know, we had you on, I don't know, a month ago, something like that. Yeah. And you're going to hear more. We're gonna we're looking into like a pizza minute just to... And, and, and pizza evolution, pizza stories. Pizza's in everybody's heart. Well, Jason, why do you figure pizza is, is so embedded in our culture? I think it's what little kids grew up eating. You know, I, I know I did. Um, Rich, you may have tortillas in your mouth when you were super tiny, <laughs> yeah, but I had true. pizza in mine. And so I think it's just a... I mean, it, it's rivaling the burger as the American iconic well, uh, I think food. so, because when you ask a kid, when they have, you know, it's that night where it's like, okay, we're going to ask, what do you want for dinner? Oh, pizza. Yeah, everyone can agree on yeah. that. That's a, that's a, no- I think it's become truly a comfort food. Comfort, well, it, it's something to where you, I guess, yeah, but not in the tradition. In the, yeah, in you're right. The, but it's I, the I, one meal you can eat twice in a row yeah. and not even flinch. Well, I mean, you Think know, about like it. you'll have a town, and, and when you go there, usually one of the restaurants you got to go to is, I found this pizza place. And that's what I think Jason's got. As, yeah. as, as well, you go there, that's, that, what, that's the pizza. If I come to Denver, that's the pizza place yeah. i got to go to. Listen, and, in all my years of living here, I don't think Denver or Colorado is synonymous with pizza, but yep. we're trying to change that. You're so right. Yep. You're trying so to change right. that. One slice at a time. There you go. And it's really interesting because when, when you talk about pizza and you talk about comfort, when, when if you go around the room and you go, Jay, yo, if you're on a, <laughs> if you're on a desert island and you can have only one food, I think that, you know, what's yours, Chase? Celery? 
Uh, well, no, because on a desert what? island, there's no women, so I can eat whatever I want <laughs> because it, no, nobody needs anything. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, pizza's right there, and, and, and I'll tell you why. And it's not the cheese for me. It's the it, I'm the bread guy, right? So, I mean, I, it's not like I have anything against cheese. Cheese is delicious. <laughs> but it's the bread, and then you add cheese to, to, to bread and then a little butter and a little garlic and all. I mean, it has every. If you want vegetables, you throw vegetables on it. <laughs> then go. it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, there's you know, no you rules. Can put celery pizza. That'll be delicious, except for the celery. <laughs> except, for, except for the celery. Point being, <laughs> it's everybody's favorite. That's a big burden to hold on your shoulders because you're trying to make delicious pizza that people want to come, not only from the neighborhood, but far and wide. Come try my pizza. The question, why would people come far and wide in Denver to go to Crush? We specialize in three styles of pizza. So we've got um, a hand toss, which is the gold standard in America, right? So we're, we're not talking about classic Italian here. We're talking about hand tossed, stretchable, foldable pizza. We do that. Then you're going to shift over to our Chicago deep dish, which is our original pizza. Cornmeal crust, sauce on top. Talked about comfort food earlier. Mm-hmm. That's the most comfort food when it comes to pizza. And then we have this little sneaky uh, pizza that Rich's crushes on is our Sicilian. Oh. So that dough rises in a pan for a few days in our walk-in. Will you talk about the pan, man, uh, because I mean, you did. Th- I mean, uh, is that a trade secret that you it's have? It's not. No. I mean, it's just if you do your homework and you know kind of what you want out of your pizza, then it's You're easy. You're using to- my granny's bet- bread pan. <laughs> That's right. We're using a bread loaf pan. <laughs> we've got a half-pound bread loaf pan, a full-pound bread loaf pan. So we've got a little bit of both. But when that dough rises in there and it's got all that extra virgin olive oil, that fat content, and you pair it with some local ingredients, local ricotta, local cheese, Rich is off in La La Land right now. (laughs) I know. Um, It's it's just a a sneaky good pizza. And for those of you that don't know about a Sicilian or a Detroit style, go out there and look for it. That Um, crust surface, though, that's where you got me. You you, figured out how to get that surface. You got to get the cheese up against the edges of the pan. You got to get that caramelization. And you got to pick the right cheese. Detroit-style cheese is different than what we use. We use a local high-fat Leprino cheese. Shout out to Leprino, local company. Um, But that brick cheese that uh, Detroit-style uses is good, too. So just a, a matter of opinion. But we think we nailed it. I think Rich thinks we nailed it. And so um, just get out there and try pizza. That's what we want you to do. And the pizza scene is growing here. I'm going to get a little esoteric because we spent 10 minutes already, and we were talking about, like, can we do once a month, three minutes? Three minutes isn't going to cut it, right? I don't think so. (laughs) It's not going to. No. We're going to do some fun things. Uh, Jason's going to head it up. Um, We're going to do some pizza talks. We're going to go to other pizza restaurants. We're going to um, give you a pizza minute. Um, Jason's going to be our spirit guide. Yes. There yeah. is pizza to be had. There's pizza to be had here tonight. Listen, you could call this gluten-free pizza that we're eating that I have in front of me from Victoria's Gluten-Free Kitchen. I just call it pizza. They have got the right recipe down for those of you that are gluten-free, that are tired welcome, of... Welcome, right? Come welcome. on Welcome, yes, yes. Welcome. You could come to us and you can go to many other great restaurants here in town that carry their products. When you talk about getting away from the cracker style, grainy, herb-filled communion cracker gluten-free pizza that a lot of places have, 
this is not that. This is spongy. It's doughy. It's got a nice texture body. to it, a body to it. Yeah. Yes, Rich, you're right. And coming from a guy who's like, you know, give me my dough and let me make my miracles happen yeah. to go aside yeah. from that. And to um, thank you for doing that. Listen, they're great to work with, and their pizza is even better. Are we so, going to explore you know, some pizza in 2019? Pizza ambassador. Pizza ambassador, That's yes. That's what he is. I do like that, uh, Rich. Thank you. Uh, we're going to do a lot of pizza yes. in 2019. Uh, there's so much pizza in this city that is, uh, you know, maybe sometimes a little overshadowed by some of the other big places that are around here. But we're going to do some pizza, and we're going to do it well. We're going to raise the ships. Yep. And we we're going to make yep. uh, Colorado truly uh, a pizza town. That's what's cool about it. Can we Jason. make it the pizza capital? Can we try? Uh, we can try. Let's, let's try. The, let's, let's try. Put it, and maybe that's like the the Walt Disney, like that's the, <laughs> that uh, big the vision. That's goal. the way, way off in the distance. That's but I think vision. we try it. All right, Jason McGovern, thank you so much. My pleasure. Crush Pizza and Tap address again. 1200 West 38th Avenue, uh, 38th and Kalamath. Come and see us. We They're it. doing it right. Yeah. They're embracing the neighborhood. They're doing a lot of Colorado distillates and beers. Um, the pizza is off the hook delicious. Uh, just uh, the testimonial that Richie will give you right now as he's a uh, once a week customer, soon to be yeah. probably two, three, four nights a week. Hey, gosh, I, uh, the wings. We didn't even oh, talk oh, about no, the, the wings. Yeah, so, oh, my God. Next time, next time. <laughs> but it's, can you spend 30 seconds on your pizza mission that you're doing right now? Absolutely. So I'm working, uh, I'm, I'm not working, I'm physically doing a pizza challenge. So I'm 43 days in. Started it December 1st. I'm eating pizza every day for at least two months. Trying to bring a little awareness to our brand, but more importantly, just to the pizza scene in Denver. So 43 days strong. I just have to eat pizza every day. I do use Crush as a fallback, but I'm out there. I went to a few different places this week already. And uh, just trying to get the word out for the our pizza posse, if you will. So pizza makers, if you're out there. Jason wants to come visit you. Crush Pizza Challenge. A Crush Pizza Challenge. You could probably is that hashtag? hashtag crush Pizza Challenge. I love buddy. it. Okay, yes, sir. email us here and we'll send it on to you. Themoderneater at gmail.com. If you would like uh, Jason to come visit you, Jason McGovern will be happy to do that. Uh, we're just exploring pizza in Colorado. And we're going to explore it with you. Thank you so much. My pleasure, guys. Thank this you. Is the guy. That was awesome. I love him. All right, we'll come back and why not? Uh, we'll send it off with distillates and. Um, they're a neighbor of ours, Rising Sun Distillery and Don Richardson. She's up next from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. 
Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy, it is your booze news. All the booze you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and uh, Little Rich Snyder stepped aside right now. We're going to keep it going, and this is a cool one because I think they're our neighbors. But Rising Sun Distillery and Don Richardson here, along with Daryl and Jules, Jules Hoekstra. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Look at these Thanks. beautiful distillates you have in front of us. Yes. Where do we begin? First of all, let's begin, where is the distillery? So the distillery is on 13th and Zuni. We are right by Mile High Station. Uh, so we are your neighbors. Yeah, We're, yeah. you know, like right around the half corner. a mile due north. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what got like you into it. the business? Um, well, I was a high school teacher for 15 years. Of course you were. And if you work with adolescents, you drive. You, you need you a little drink. Yeah, you need to drink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so this uh, is my Breaking Bad story. That's right. I, I like want, it, Don. I, I, I want to go do a tour, Okay. first of all, but kind of give the lay of the land. Just like in Alice in Wonderland, let's start at the beginning. You, it, how long have you been in business? So our doors have been open for about four years, or almost exactly four years, and we have, um, and then it took us a couple of years to get our doors open, so, you know. Uh, there's now, when you say tell us, tell us what do you mean by that? Took you a couple years Just, to get it open. I think all distilleries or anybody in the beverage business, but especially distilleries because what we make is flammable. You know, going through the permitting process, both the federal permitting, the state permitting, and the city permitting, is a challenge. And then you know, just because Gen- Denver construction is what it is, it takes a long time to get your contractors to do what you need them to do. Yep. I'm going to start with your rye. Yeah. Uh, but I love this organic label on there. What makes you organic other than it's organic, but how? So we are a certified organic distillery. We're one of two in the state of Colorado, and we're really proud of that. It's it's a royal um, pain to become organic, to it be honest. It truly is. So all of our so our grains are organic, our yeast is organic, all of our cleaning processes are organic, and we ha- we get audited every single year by an organic what certified. What made you want to be organic? So... 
you know, I felt like when I went into this business, you should do things the right way and you should start grain to glass. And um, I always, you know, I use a fair amount of organic product products in my own kitchen. So I started with organic grains from the beginning. We use a lot of corn. Most corn is GMO because it's Roundup ready. And yep. I didn't want that. I love you already. Gosh, yeah, we, we, you're, awesome, we're going to have you back. Awesome. And we, so I want you to talk a lot of the time. And, and, and Jules yeah. and Daryl, you guys jump in when you want to. But I want to tee you up with your products right sure. now. What, what what's, what's on your avail list? What do you mean by that? What's available? Oh, available. So all of our spirits are available. Our rye and our bourbon we ran out of. We um, we did our first bottling in October, and we ran out of our first bottling. We'll do another bottling uh, the end of this month, or early February. And then when that's gone, we actually don't have any product probably until fall. Because we're so tiny, um, it just takes a while to get it out the door, and... So it's going to be a while before more is ready. So but that's just on those two products. Just though, those two right? products. Yep. But the other products we have a lot. So we're really known more for this farmer's market line. So we use Colorado chilies from Pueblo. They're Mirasol chilies. They come from the Hobbs family farm. I go down there every year. Me and my dog drive down nice. to Pueblo. Dan Hobbs. Yep. I know him well. And we get our Pueb- and we get our chilies. And I love those chilies because I'm from the Southwest. And you know my last meal is going to be like blue corn cheese enchiladas with chilies. And I wanted to make really good booze out of those chilies. And um, so we started, we played around with roasted and fresh and different things. And um, and when we first made it, I'm like, we've got to bottle it. It's so delicious. There's, I could sell this all day long, yeah. every day long. You guys are making great products as I've tasted mm-hmm. it. But I want you to spend, take the next sure. 45 seconds and, and okay. go down the gamut. So we also do a vodka. This is what we started with because it's the easiest thing to get out the door. It's a very smooth sipping vodka. Again, it's certified organic, a corn-based vodka, but it's really smooth and really soft. It's delicious. And that's kind of the blank canvas for a lot of what we make. And then our lavender hibiscus is our biggest seller. The lavender is from Palisade. It comes from the Sage Creations Farms. And um, this was my previous distiller's baby, and it's been really wonderful. It's kind of a way to sex up anything you make. And then Can we, we have you back? Yeah, of course. I want to have you back. Let's do a Facebook Live this week. All right, we're going to head out of here.